Well, welcome to All Things Dorothy's Daughter. This is the month of May, and this is the final episode of our series, Love and Loss. We have had a fantastic journey. However, there's just one more. So please take a listen as I have a discussion with Renita. Our discussion was actually two hours, but I had to cut it down substantially. So maybe in future podcasts, I will repost some additional fantastic tidbits that Renita shared with me and we had during our discussion. Please enjoy. We know what more people are dying, right? We're hearing about it. So our, our, our mortality, I think, is coming into play and making sure we're being present and recognizing instead of just going so fast. At least that's for me. And I, I think that because for our generation, for whatever reason, you know, we didn't really experience a whole lot of death growing up. We, right. we didn't experience it. That yep. I mean, when our parents, they were, we just didn't. And so now that we're at that age and it's like it's happening, we're like, wow, this is such a, it's such a mystery because it's like it came so fast and there was no preparation mm-hmm. for it, you know. Mm-hmm. And yep. especially when when it when it's a sibling or if it's a parent. You're like, nobody's parents passed away back in the day. It was just the kids or some gang people or whatever, but not not our parents, not our right. our close loved ones. It's, and so it's a mystery because it's hitting everybody different. You know what I mean? Yep. Mm-hmm. And I like your, your subject, your topic that you had, love and loss. And when I said, you know, we talked about loss, of course the first thing I thought about was, yeah, you know, loss is my loved ones, although – there's so many topics of loss. You have loss yep. of a job, loss of friends, or loss of a uh, relationship, or or loss of things. You know, you could yep. all of that. But loss I of yourself. A lot of things. Loss so of yourself. Loss mm-hmm. of yourself. When you hit that point where you're at the end of yourself, and you're just like, you know, this is this is this is at the end of me. You know, what is my what is this it, Lord? And right. so. You, I think from a, I think from a cultural perspective, you know, loss. There is there have been ways that we've witnessed how people handle loss or the types of things that they lose, and you know, you have a person who may lose a job, you know, being laid off. When that hasn't happened to you, automatically we think, oh wow, they must not have been performing on the job, but they just may have been laid off or whatever. You know what I mean? And yep. that's how we do it how we handle it culturally, oh, okay, I'm just going to work harder or whatever. Right. Or if, if there's loss of a um, a loss of a relationship, you're like, well, I'm just going to give them their space and, you know, I'm just going to keep on moving. But I've come to this, this realization that, you know, when you lose something, depending on what it is, and I'll, I'll just say loss of a job and loss of a loved one because that's more that's happening more in our generation than than it did growing up you know mm-hmm. loss of a job you know you never think it'll happen because our parents worked forever you, you right. didn't hear about layoffs or you right. didn't hear about that stuff but that's the the coin turn now layoff and there's a process to it you know the first one in is the last one out or in these days you have to have this particular degree and all right. these types of things, because that's how our culture is being shaped. We're a global economy. We're a global marketplace. We're competing with one billion in China and one billion in um, 
India, and so it's a global marketplace now, and our kids have to be smarter and our kids have to be quicker. But I like to look at loss and define it, not really define it, but understand that I believe the only way we handle loss is the way God created it. I mean, I haven't seen any other way work. Um, you know, we do we do get coping mechanisms when we go to counseling because mm-hmm. they help you through those emotional ups and downs, and I think that's critical as well. I won't, I won't, I, no, I will say that I, that's just how I believe that when we have loss of, let's say, a family member. I just, I lost my brother in 2013, Ricky, and yeah. he was, you know, that's our brother. That's Ricky. Everybody knew Ricky, but it was yeah. shocking as ever. Shocking as ever. And you're like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This has happened to me. Right. Lots of a brother. And I I don't know if I ever handled him, his losing him, um, in the right way because I was already away. And so with me being away, it's still in the back of my mind. You know, we would talk on the phone. But. I lost family members, four family members within a span of three years, back to back. Wow. Yeah, I lost my brother Ricky, and then Sarah passed away, and then my uncle's wife passed away the same year my mom passed away, and then my dad passed away. They were all within a span of three years, 2013, 14, 15, and 16, yes. Between 2013 and 2016, and they were just blows that hit me in the ribs every every last one of them. Because and Ricky was Ricky was first, huh? In 2013, Ricky Ricky was first May 2014, which is right about now. Yeah. Okay. And wow. it was it was just shocking. Not that you didn't think it would happen. But you were just like, no, nah, not Ricky. Ricky, what? You know, he, Ricky? And so, you know, because his, his dad was still living, nobody like that ever passed away in the family. Nobody. It was right. nothing. Mm-hmm. And it was, you know, his kidneys. And then later on, he had a heart attack. Mm. Um, but it really, I, I, I think I got over that okay, because, I had peace with it. You know, he was a believer. And so when my mom died, that was the that was the big hitter when Sarah died. Yeah. That was the big one. That was the big one where I had come to the end of me. Because what do you mean by that? When I say come to the end of me because I had, I because I felt I was a believer, I had a person, you know, have a personal relationship with the Lord, mm-hmm. and um, so I just knew that I was going to be just totally equipped, knew the right thing to do. I have to have, you know, I'm this saving grace that's going to come in and just be hallelujah to the family and everything, right? Right, right. I have to remember that I've also lost a mom. <laughs> yeah. You know? And I came to the enemy because I had these expectations that were so unrealistic that, oh, the formalities of losing a loved one, your community comes together and they comfort you, they stop by and they bring you food and everyone visits with you, they love on your kids and there's a tremendous amount of support because that's just what 
I knew that's what I thought. Right. When Sarah passed away, I had to walk through the valley of the shadow of death. And I had to fear no evil because God was with me because I was alone. Mm. I was why, you, alone. why did you feel like you were alone? Because I was. Yeah. I was in, alone. in the hurt or just walking through the valley? I was I was alone when she like so she was in California and I was here. I had came to visit her and then I came here and then I was gonna go back. And so my plan before I came back she had already passed. So mm. immediately when I got the news that she passed, there was nobody I could really tell that I thought cared. Right. Okay. That was my first, like, oh, my gosh, Lord, who who really, there was no one. And so dealing with that part of loss of her plus the loss of whatever my expectation was was devastating for me. Yeah. But I felt my challenge was, what are you going to do? Is God real to you now or is he not real to you? Is right. he still who you say he is, not on Sunday, because on Sunday, you know, we got the perfect worship list, and, but is he still who you say he is? Mm-hmm. It, and so I had to say, you know what? I had to be very real with myself, like, wow, this one is, is pretty deep. This is hurting me a little deep. And so when I say lost, when I lost my mother, I just, I knew what to do, but then a part of me said, you I didn't know what to do because yeah. I had I knew what to do based on those expectations of community coming through and but it was just it was me it was just me because my kids didn't understand they didn't know right you know yep but I had to walk through something that I had never experienced in my life which was grief mm. and so. Saying goodbye to Sarah was not how I really wanted to do it, but I flew to California, you know, ex- you know, expended a whole lot. But I have to really say that while while at the funeral, there was a lot that I had to really just not be in a box, meaning I came to California to, to say goodbye and to honor her. But it wasn't really about my mom going away. I felt it was about me trying to honor my family, who may not know a whole lot about the Lord, but if I could be a witness, I think that's the best encouragement to them during this time of loss. And Mm -hmm. that was the hardest thing because I'm like, well, Lord, I lost a mom too. And so, but every step of the way, that's that's what it was all about for me, every step of the way. And when I got there, you know, they were like, you going to sing at a funeral, right? you going to sing. You're going to sing. And, you know, I said, maybe, maybe not, you know. Yeah. And one of the things that happened, ended up happening, is my sister Regina, she was like, Renita, can we sing together? Because every time I used to ask you to sing, we could never sing together. I said, you know what, big sis? I said, let's do it. Let's sing together. I said, yeah. I think Sarah will be honored to see that her two daughters are honoring her and it's not about us. 
And so I was able to hold my sister's hand and go to rehearsal with her, something my sister has always wanted to do. And we did rehearsal, and I was able to, you know what I mean, share some musical tips, whatever, with her. And we sang at our mother's funeral together, but I made it about her, meaning, right? yep, Regina, you got it. You can do it. Let's, you know, you sing the lead song. This is, you got it, girl. And I believe she was more blessed to honor her mom than to see everybody say, we need to go to sing, we need to go to sing, because it wasn't about that at that moment. Right. And she was able to, I saw, I saw God love on her during that time. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, so the next part of that was, yeah, I lost my mom, but to allow God to talk to me and just step me through every step of the way, right? It goes against all, cult, you know, our cultural way of how we lose stuff because a lot of times it's about money, mm-hmm. you know, about about the, the show of the funeral, yep. you know. or But I, I really had to take a step back and say, okay, what is this about, you know, Lord? Because um, your word promises us that, you give us a hope. So when a loved one passes away, it's not a hopeless thing, a, another believer. So I have hope, but I have family members who may not understand what promise he's given us. Right. And so we continued on with the funeral, and I, I heard the Lord say, you know what? You don't need to sing as if you're performing. Just honor your mom. And the Lord allowed me to remember the songs that Sarah used to sing growing up in the house and to share it with the rest of the family. So at the Mm -hmm. funeral, there were a couple of songs that she used to sing all the time. And I just put them in the medley and I sang them. And, um, you know, one of them was the potter wants to put us back together again. Um, Soon and very soon, just different short snippets of songs mended together. Yeah. And when I looked at my brothers and sisters, they were like, oh, my God, I never knew those were her favorite songs. But wow. once I shared them with them, I said these were some of the songs that held her together because these were her songs as worship that when she was tired, it gave her strength. These were some of mm-hmm. the songs that, you know, when she didn't, when she wanted to give up, she was singing songs, she was able to keep moving with six children as a single mom. And to honor her in that way and to show them that, my brothers and sisters were, were in tears, like, you know what? I never knew that. Wow, that's great. And I believe God touched their heart through that because, once again, it was a loss, but I was able to look at it in a different way. Um, yes. So when we talk about loss and how we deal with loss, I think from a biblical perspective, you don't really hear it taught on Sundays. No, you don't. Because, yeah, because it's really, it's it's really a um, a tough subject. I think it can only, not it can only be handled, but I think the aspect of it from a biblical perspective is your relationship has to fix human emotions that you're, you're dealing with, grief, sorrow, because we have a hope, we have a future. We're gonna miss that person, but I think the Lord wants us to say, okay. Yep, it happened, but I think it's a day-to-day thing. And for me, I I was able to see God walk me through 
being comforted, through, you know, with him. Because I was angry. Sarah right. losing her. I was angry. I was like, this was not supposed to happen. I was alone. But I, I was able to, to see, Lord, see it in a different way that it wasn't really about me, but it was about, okay, Lord, I trust you more than I trust my, my physical human emotions, right? Mm-hmm. And so from a, I think from a biblical perspective, there is no, there is no teaching, there's no way other than every human being has to know where they are when it comes to that. Um, you know, I have, I have to share with my kids about when well, mommy and daddy may not be here, how are you going to handle it? Well, hopefully we're both close to the Lord and they'll have peace at that. And right. they'll be able to grieve that. Um, I think from a culture perspective, we nurse our loss. We nurse those feelings, right? Mm-hmm. We nurse them. We, we don't, and we, we don't worry about them. And we don't say nope. that we're angry, right? Don't, uh-huh. who, who wants to tell you? Who who will say it? And in my family, a lot of people don't say, "I'm God, I'm I'm mad, I'm angry." Yeah. Right? He wants us to be honest, because mm-hmm. he already knows how we feel. Mm-hmm. You know what we're thinking. He wants us, mm-hmm. But we don't. We're not honest with ourselves, right? And so I had to be honest with myself, and I said, "You know what? I'm upset because." She was not supposed to go. I don't. Yeah, she was saved, but I said, Lord, I don't think she was supposed to go. Yeah. And I said, I'm upset at it. And I said, but I'm going to trust. I'm not going to sweep my feelings under the carpet. But I don't like how she had to go. I don't like it. And I love talking about loss. I think that we all are human beings who need love, need acceptance. We need. You know, that's our human requirement. We all need to be loved. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, you have love languages. Um, yep. I think, of course, I'm going to say that definition of love is, is, is demonstrated how God did. But I think our human, just from a human condition, we all require love and acceptance. We all do. Yeah. Boy, was that a good conversation. It was so difficult for me to cut it off when I did. However, as I mentioned in our intro, Renita and I, we talked for almost two hours. So there's a lot of content I could have shared. I really hope that I pulled out some key points that gives you an opportunity to think and be bold and think about how you're handling death or those things that you've lost. Thank you so much, Renita, for joining us. And thank you, audience, for giving me an opportunity to share other stories for the month of May with love and loss. Exciting times are happening next month. We will be talking about sex. Yes, indeedy. And there will be no holds barred. So please make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, And most importantly, the number one thing that you can do is share this with a friend and encourage them to subscribe. Thank you so much. This month of May series has been fantastic. I learned a lot and it is a privilege to be able to share and provide you different stories and and different avenues and things for you to think about. Thank you so much and have a wonderful, wonderful weekend.